How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. So it is all about the human behind the data because it's what they say that enables us to effectively prioritize those priorities that we need to solve. Welcome to WBBM in Death. I'm Lauren Brown. University of Chicago Medicine released its community health needs assessment, revealing disparities in cancer and heart disease rates for Southside and South Suburban residents. While the report also mentioned disparities in conditions like obesity, asthma, diabetes, and other chronic illnesses, Mayor Lori Lightfoot touched on concerns of life expectancy for Black Chicagoans in a recent press conference. There should never be a time where the life expectancy of Black people in our city is 10 years less. The Community Health Needs Assessment from University of Chicago Medicine took a look beyond the city limits of Chicago and also focused on predominantly black and brown communities in the south suburbs. We spoke with Brenda Battle, the Senior Vice President of Community Transformation at the University of Chicago Medicine, to hear more about their findings. This is our third community health needs assessment that we recently released. Uh, We do them every three years. We've been doing them since um, 2013 when the Affordable Care Act required hospitals, health systems that have a not-for-profit status to be more diligent about identifying what the needs are for their communities and then working to close the gap in what some of those needs are in collaboration with communities. The assessment looked at two different areas, the University of Chicago Medical Center service area, which represents more than 626,000 residents and spans 28 community areas on the south side such as Pullman, Inglewood, and Woodlawn, and Ingalls Memorial Service Area in suburban Cook County, which serves more than 256,000 residents across 13 zip codes in Thornton Township, like Dixmore, Calumet City, and Harvey. Each of those communities, while there may be some overlapping issues, in reality, there are nuances in those communities that need to be addressed, and our facilities in those communities need to work alongside the community to, to actually address those things. So we don't, we don't take the South Side data and have that be the data for South Suburbs. Now there is overlapping data, but we, we do two separate community health needs assessments. So the pressing issues at Ingalls was around cancer, 
but that was also a pressing issue in the in on the south side of Chicago. Maternal child health came up as a major issue with Ingalls. Lack of access to places to deliver babies, lack of access to 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 OB providers, lack of access to prenatal support. That came up very strongly at Ingalls. Interestingly, it didn't come up as a priority in the South Side, and that shocked me a little bit because we have the same issues on the South Side with access to labor and delivery services and, and maternal child health. I just think the South Side is so big and the issues were so broad that I think that when the community expressed the issues that concerned them most, it didn't bubble up as a priority. Now, for us, it's a priority health need anyway, even though it didn't bubble up because we realized the, 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 the dearth of access to the service on the South Side, but it showed up in Ingalls South, uh, Community Health Needs Assessment. Mental health did, and for some of the same reasons, the feeling of isolation, the feeling of sadness, the feeling of disconnection to the community, those two things showed up the same both in the South suburbs as well as in the city. University of Chicago Medicine collects their data several different ways. They collect what's called primary data. That's data coming directly from the community via focus groups and individual surveys. Then they collect secondary data. And this is data out in the public domain, data from the health department or the Center for Disease Control. We leverage our community advisory council which is a group of about 45 community members that have that advise us on issues of a broad concern to the community. We take the primary data that we get from the community and we map that to the secondary data and the secondary data validates 100% what the community is saying about what they know to be the reality of their day-to-day -day experiences in their community. From there, the group looks at all of their data in order to set priorities surrounding the most pressing issues in these communities. We asked Battle what surprised her most when speaking to community members. We did focus groups with kids, we did focus groups with adults, and we did focus groups with seniors. And the, the adults were clear that they understood very clearly what the issues were that they are confronted them in the community and so did the seniors. What blew my mind is how much aware kids are of what's happening in their communities. Kids saying things like, I'm afraid to walk to school or with COVID and violence and we haven't been in school now for a year, I've lost my some of my social skills. So I don't know if I can say certain things to other people to other people without causing them you know, to be upset, or I should just be quiet. It's those kinds of realities that were, I think that those were the things that were most, I think, um, shocking to me that kids are as aware of what's going on in their communities. They're aware of what's happening with their parents and their parents' health as the adults are. Their findings, also revealed a startling disparity in life expectancy. There is the largest life expectancy gap between Inglewood on the south side and Streeterville on the north side of Chicago. There's a 30-year life expectancy gap. It's the largest life expectancy gap in the country. And it's created by these issues that we're talking about. 
high rates of crime, high rates of, uh, of, of mental health, illness from that, high, rate, high rates of chronic diseases, lack of jobs, poor access to health, issues with transportation, just name it, that's what's happening in Inglewood. So that's why this horrific life expectancy gap exists. Residents in parts of the South Side are also more likely to receive a severe initial cancer diagnosis than if they lived in other areas of Chicago. And these residents are twice as likely to die from cancer than those who live just about anywhere else in the country. In Harvey and the South Suburbs, the mortality rate from heart disease is 26% higher for non-Hispanic Black people than other racial or ethnic groups. In light of these findings, we reached out to a 40-year resident of Harvey, Crystal Glover, to hear what factors she believes impact the health of herself and the people within her community. Myself and my family, we're our low-income people, low-income people. So low-income people actually has to take the low tadpole of, of things that are available to us. And because of that, we have people in our families that have mental conditions. We have people in our families that are drug addicted. We don't know the proper facilities and the proper places because we have a repetition of this place is a not, good, a not a good place because it's uh, state funded. And we have a, a reputation, I've been affected by this, to go into a facility and to come back out of the facility personally, I, my family a personal has been affected and come out of the facility the same way. So if you want to make a difference in someone's household, you can't give them a five day fix and send them home. Glover also noted the growing number of condemned buildings in Harvey. There are so many places in Harvey that are pitch black. The street lightings are not there where they should be. The safety is so bad because of all the condemned buildings. I actually live next door to one. So many vacant buildings everywhere you look. People are using them for housing. That continues to be a health risk because they cannot get the proper food, the proper water, the proper living conditions under those circumstances that affects their health conditions. My point is they have to see people all the way through. Water, both the cost and the condition, has been a pressing issue for Harvey for years. In 2018, CBS2 reported that one Harvey resident's monthly water bill shot up from just $62 to $219. We've been affected by the water, the prices of the water that Harvey has. A lot of people are not able to keep their water bills sufficient to pay their water bills. That affects their health. That affects the production of their cooking, the production of keeping their bodies clean and things like that. So I would say the visual aspect of Harvey has also affected the physical aspect of Harvey. Glover is a minister and founder of Colorville Creative Kids. Previously, she worked for the Harvey Food Pantry. She believes that the powers that be need to see people all the way through instead of offering quick fixes. She also says that community awareness is key in order to build a stronger, healthier community. But the thing is this, the community and myself, people have to be aware of what's available to them. A lot of things, I'm a 40-year resident, a lot of things we don't know as residents that are available to us. 
I want to target the senior citizen. A lot of them don't know about things. They don't even go into their households. They have to make people aware of what's accessible, what's coming up, uh, do different things like what we're doing, do different uh, festivals, do different uh, type of outdoor, different type of events. Put us on the mailing list. Let people know it's getting more community involvement. That's the key. And Battle says she hopes the community health needs assessment and the action that follows will allow for more timely care for these communities. Currently, the report is dense, almost 200 pages long, but a four-page version, written in plain language, is coming soon to the University of Chicago Medicine website. What is also on our website is for every neighborhood on the South Side, we did, we've done a profile on those neighborhoods, a profile that identifies what resources are in those neighborhoods, what the social determinants of health are, what health looks like in those communities, that's also on that website. And we hope that people will access it and use it to help advocate for what their communities need. I love for Southsiders to use their community health providers to take care of them because it's the, those providers who will have a better sense of the needs of Southsiders. And we hope that we'll see more persons on the South Side getting care close to home, getting care in a timely way, and, and getting, getting access to the resources that they need through this Southside Healthy Communities Organization. For more information, visit UChicago Medicine's website and stay tuned to WBBM News Radio. Subscribe to us on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. WBBM In Death is an original podcast production. It is produced, written, and edited by Jill DeGroote and Lauren Brown, with editorial direction by Lizzie Baumgartner. Reporting for this episode was done by the WBBM News Radio staff, Lauren Brown and Jill DeGroote. Thanks for listening to WBBM In Death. I'm Lauren Brown. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.